I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. My name is Marissa Donnelly. I'm your host. And today I actually have someone super special. Alex Milbranch is the founder of Plain Ahead. And we actually go way back. We know, we've known each other, I think, what, since middle school? Since middle school. Since middle school. And we kind of have a funny backstory, which we can dive into or not dive into, but. Another <laughs> <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> we were friends, then enemies, friends again and now kind of collaborating and I'm, I'm just so honored to have him on the podcast today to talk about his experience building plane ahead and just everything that he's done I'm, I'm really in awe of all the awesome things that you're doing so without further ado welcome Alex thank you so much for having me I, I hope that because you've set the standard that you're in awe I, I fully carry that through with, with your <laughs> listeners now you've set the stage really high <laughs> I I have no doubts. Um, let me just give my listeners a little bit about you. So Alex is a previous Army intelligence veteran who turned his experiences into a career in tech, worked for Amazon, Amazon Web Services, Plume Smart Wi-Fi, and then created Plane Ahead. Um, he's currently living in Houston and has an amazing family uh, and is a father of two beautiful girls. So that's a little bit about all the things. But Alex, I wanted to ask you if you could kind of dive into your background. Um, some of the things that you've done are, are really awesome. And I want people to get to know you before they get to know Plane Ahead. So can you tell us just a little bit about you know, how you have maybe started the process of like building your own company, um, what that looked like for you and what the experiences with work that you've had that kind of led you to this point? Yeah, I think, I think those questions all kind of come from how I grew up. So, you know, as you know, because we knew each other back in middle school, but um, I am one of four kids to a single mom. So she, you know, worked, she's still probably the hardest working person that I know, which is unfortunate. Hopefully we can change that here sometime soon. But, you know, back, back when I was in high school, she had three jobs. She would sleep in her car so that she could pick up extra hours. And so um, really my foundation for working hard and, and what I needed to do in order to get my family to a place that um, they were going to be comfortable started from kind of having that perspective of seeing my mom work so hard. So from that experience, you know, I joined the army, not because I was, you know, bleeding red, white, and blue, um, because I just, I candidly, I didn't have a way to go to college. That was going to be um, the only way that I was going to be able to afford to go because I knew that my, my family, my mom wasn't going to be able to afford to send me. So I joined the army so I can pay for my school. Um, and I parlayed that experience with the Army into um, being able to get into a really good college, a really good business school and get my accounting degree. And from there, um, you know, starting, like as you said, my tech career. So um, Amazon, Amazon Web Services, I, I had worked for Amazon Web Services in Australia and, and in different countries. And so I'm um, just building that global experience because, again, my, my goal has always been to when I get a family, um, to be able to put them in a position where I can take care of them and, and not feel like, uh, you know, like I, like I grew up feeling. So, um, and that, that kind of is how Plane Ahead started, honestly. So 
Um, I was actually on paternity leave on one of my corporate jobs this year in 2021. And I was trying to save some money on a flight because, you know, having those kind of more humble beginnings, even though I made some good money in my career in tech, I still have some of those same habits. So Mm -hmm. dollars on, on a, on a ticket. And I realized that I saved a few hundred dollars and I told my family about it on our group texts, like, Hey, everyone go change your tickets. Cause we were booking tickets to go to San Diego for my sister's wedding. So all of us were going and uh, they had saved hundreds of dollars, each of them. So I, I figured, Hey, you know, if it was that easy to send a text to my family and we all saved a couple thousand dollars, like this could be a bigger thing. And that's kind of how that started. So, you know, I started working at plane ahead um, really so I can take advantage of the, the kind of the changing rules and um, you know, expectations as far as travel goes now and, and give it opportunities to, um, people like myself that are looking to stretch their dollar a little bit further. So that's kind of the, the, the long story short, if you will. Yeah. I love that. I, I see so often that like the, either the way we grew up or kind of our foundation for, you know, where we began is what drives us to create the things that we create. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I totally resonate with that, you know, as a, as a founder myself, it's like, I'm always trying to figure out ways to make life easier or less expensive, or, you know, what kind of discounts, deals, coupons, what kind of good things can we bring our way um, for people who are not familiar with what Plain Ahead does. Can you just give us another kind of like overview, recap one-liner of like what the company is and how it really supports people, especially I think with COVID, you know, and now that we're in a whole different space with travel, um, like I said, you have a, you had an awesome concept and it really came to life now in this space uh, post COVID and where people are starting to get more comfortable with traveling again. Right. Yeah. So, so Plain Ahead is the first company of its kind so far that takes full advantage of no change fees. And so how we do that is we track purchased itineraries from members of ours. And as their itinerary goes down in price, we actually exchange the tickets automatically for them and then send them the airline credits back from the change. So um, to kind of uh, more in layman's terms, like if, if I bought a ticket today from Houston to, to L.A., and it was $500 today, and two months later, it goes down to $300. Um, we, we exchange it on your behalf, and then you'll get an email from Plane Ahead that says, hey, there are $200 of credits from, the, from that trip that you booked. And so um, it's pretty cool because it, it allows customers, and, and again, when I started that, I really had, was focused on millennials that are my age as, as well as families that are you know, strapped for time, strapped for resources. It's Hey, like, you know, pay, pay a hundred dollars for the year and we take care of all that for you. You know, it's not an alert system. It's not something you got to keep up with. Um, it's just, you sign up and then we take it from there. We'll, we'll send you additional credits. I think that's my favorite thing about it is that you don't have to worry because I, I don't know about you, but it's always like, I feel like I have so many things that I have to keep track of or watch for. And I've, I've always been one of those people when it comes to airlines where I'm like obsessively checking and until I buy that ticket, like it's, it's an obsession. I'm tracking it and subscribed to the emails. I'm looking every morning, every night, did it change? Um, so I think one I, of the, the majority of us have that, whether we have money or not, I think mm-hmm. the majority of us, for whatever reason, we, we kind of fall into that same routine of, okay, I know I want to buy this ticket. Do I want to buy it now? Let me go on Google flights. Is it going down? Okay. I'm going to wait a little bit. And, and that's just a part of our fabric as, as human beings right now. So like, I think it, it's great what we're doing because it takes that conversation, that, that conversation and that time that you have with yourself away because you, you just buy it when you're ready to buy it, right? In January, when you're thinking about it, just buy it. 
don't say, hey, I'm going to track it for the next three months. Just buy it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll track it for you. And as it goes down in price, we will make the changes for you as opposed to you. Okay, I didn't buy it yet. All right, now I'm waiting. Okay, I think it's going to go down. Oh, instead of going down, it goes up. Now I feel remorse because I should have bought it before. It's mm -hmm. <laughs> it's this whole, yeah, it's this whole battle that all of us go through. Absolutely. And I think even more so now post-pandemic, I guess it, we're not even really post-pandemic, it feels like. We're still kind yeah. of in the midst of it. Um, I, I feel like that's brought a lot of, you know, insecurity about travel and, you know, insecurity about, okay, well, what, what kind of decisions can I make? And should I make this decision? And for you starting a business kind of in a sense, in the heart of all of this what have been the challenges for you to not only like put together all the pieces, but actually launch this company and put it out in the world and, and provide, you know, share and provide the value. Yeah, no, it, it's been really difficult. I mean, it's one thing to start a business, right? I mean, as a founder, you, you know yourself, like it's it's hard to start a business. Now, mm -hmm. imagine this in the middle of a global travel pandemic, like it's almost impossible, right? So um, I think from that perspective, it's been hard to relay the value of what we're doing because people just sometimes aren't aren't in the mind frame for that right now. We're, we're not in the we're not in the space of, of, okay, I'm ready to travel. Now I'm excited about this new tool. We're just not there yet. So um, it, it's both a blessing and a curse, right? It's a blessing because, um, because, you know, we don't have the probably thousands of customers that we ordinarily would have right now, um, you know, banging at our door because, you know, they're traveling all the time. It gives me opportunity to continue to make the product better with the, you know, the customers that we do have, get their feedback, um, continue to make it better. Um, but it's also hard because, yeah, as as a business, we we want to get out there and make sure that we're providing value to as many people as possible. But we know that will come. Um, it, it's just like you said, a, a part of the things that we consider as as part of the times. But um, it, it's both a blessing and a curse. But we we know what we're doing is really really great. I mean, we've gotten customers that have saved up to a seven hundred dollars on one change, right? We've gotten customers that have saved um, four hundred dollars in a matter of twelve hours. So. Um, it's definitely there. I think people don't realize the frequency of the changes for, from the airline perspective, mm -hmm. how many times they change. And they also don't realize how greatly they fluctuate. Like, you know, for someone to see in a matter of seven days that their price has gone down $700, that's, in, that's insane. Um, but, you know, before, before this opportunity with what Plane Ahead is doing, we wouldn't have known that. Like we, we buy the ticket and then we just kind of forget about it. Once we buy it, there's, there's no reason for us to keep tracking it, but yeah. now there is a reason and we take care of that. Absolutely. I know as soon as I buy a ticket, I'm like, okay, unsubscribe, don't look at anything. Don't stress about it. Don't, you know, you just don't want to think like there's plenty to stress about. <laughs> don't stress about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, speaking of stress from just an entrepreneurial and founder standpoint, what has been, I know you spoke a little bit about the challenges of starting in COVID, but I guess for you personally, what has been the hardest part about, you know, juggling your business, creating it, you know, putting it out in the world, having a family, all of those things? What has been the hardest part for you? Um, the hardest part has just been understanding what my boundaries are as a person. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, all of us have 24 hours in the day. And so I need to allocate that effectively and efficiently because I've, you know, family is really important to me. Um, obviously with my upbringing and, and how I didn't get to see my mom and obviously I didn't have, um, you know, with her being a single mom, uh, those are the only parents I had around. And so it's important for me to have that really close relationship with my kids. And so 
understanding my boundaries as a person, meaning, okay, with this 24 hours, what can I allocate for business? What can I allocate for time with my family? And what can I allocate for sleep? Um, I was going to say, what about sleep? (laughs) 24 hours, more like, uh, (laughs) you know, take four or five for sleep. (laughs) So for me, like the, the trade-off that I've got to consider every single day, and I gladly do, is that I'm going to forego sleep and some of the things that would make me comfortable so that I can make sure I spend allocated time with my family and I do my entrepreneurial stuff into the night, um, as opposed to doing my entrepreneurial stuff and stop at eight or nine o'clock, but I've missed bedtime and I've missed time with my kids, but I get to go to sleep at a reasonable hour. So um, a lot of the times when I'm having conversations with um, people that I'm I'm trying to work with or people that I'm trying to bring on to plane ahead, it's I try to make it clear that, you know, when it comes to splitting your time as a founder or, or when you're a, at a startup company, right, there's a stigma and rightfully so that you're just going to, you know, you got to work 16, 18 hours a day. And especially at this early stage, and, you know, I'm, j- I'm just hiring my first employees and I make sure to tell them, like, it's my company, it's my job to take that burden on. Um, anybody that comes on should still be able to have work-life balance that is healthy and that makes sense for them. And that work-life balance for me exists, but in order for me to be successful in the way that I want for my company as the founder, um, the trade-off that I have to make is is with getting the sleep that I would normally want. And so, um, that I, like I said, that's a trade-off I'm I'm willing to do. But it's again, it's all about understanding what my boundaries are, because there will be a time where I do need more sleep, and you know I've got to balance, uh, you know, the amount of work that I can get done versus you know what I need to do to make sure that I'm my body and my mind is healthy so I can be effective the next day. Absolutely. You know, I'm so glad you shared that because I think it's, there's like, there's a lot of perspectives about this, especially when it comes to startups, you know, small businesses or founders in general, where it's like either the, the, the hustle culture is super glorified and then you get kind of wrapped up in that. And, you know, what is expected of me as this founder to, you know, execute and also like the pressure to, to execute. Right. Um, so there's this perspective of like, I am supposed to work really hard, but I really relate to what you shared about, you know, your parenting journey, because as much as you want to hustle and build the business, it's also, you know, equally as important to have that have that family bond. And sometimes like, like you said, even more important, like your family really is like what you do the business for. Right. And that's been a huge lesson for me, especially in the pandemic of like, Whoa, you know, I'm doing all of these things and hustling for all these things so that my family can be the priority. So I don't want to lose the value and the priority of family in the hustle of trying to make it happen. If that makes sense. No, that's, that's perfect. Actually, I have that conversation with my wife very frequently. You know, my wife has an, an incredible support for any future entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs. The most important thing that you need to have is a support system. And if you're in, in a relationship or in a marriage, like having your spouse be as supportive and passionate about what you're doing as you are is critical. And so because she is that, um, you know, we've had conversations about, you know, her just verbalizing to me, hey, I, I know that you're busy. I see where this is going, but you know, I, I need, I need my tank filled a little bit. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, from my, from my perspective, um, I say exactly what you just said. Like initially it's like, Hey, I'm doing all this so that, you know, when we're 40, you know, we can be in a position where you don't have to be stressed about, about all these things. And, and then she always kind of brings me back to, to earth and says, yeah, but 
Um, we don't want to be in a position where we can't enjoy those things at 40 because we don't have a good relationship anymore. Yeah. And so she's, she continues to be, um, obviously my guiding light for, for motivation and, and doing better, but she also does a really good job of grounding me and making sure that I, I stay in the moment. And I think what you said is spot on. It's about making sure that you're going through the journey so that you can get to the end goal, um, for your family, but, um, continuing to prioritize them every single day so that when you get to that end, end goal, you're actually able to enjoy it. Right. Um, there are a lot of entrepreneurs now, I mean, we, we're not stepping into their lives, of course, but the Jeff Bezos, the Bill Gates of the world, they've gotten to the top and now they're, they're, they've got personal relationships with their spouses that are no longer, right? So, you know, whatever whatever that journey looked like to get there, you know, we're not sure from the outside, but, um, you know, from my, going back to my wife's example, like we don't want to be in that position and say, okay, well, we've drifted apart so far that we can't enjoy it together. So I, I think it's critical to make sure to remember in the midst of the journey, there are those things that you need to remain consistently on the top of your mind. Absolutely. And then it's also, like you said, figuring out your boundaries and what works, because I think on the flip side of that is, you know, also making sure that you're not falling into these patterns of like, okay, well, I'm going to do all these other things and not actually prioritize the business work. So for you, it looks like staying up a little later. For me, it's waking up at, you know, the crack of dawn. Um, And I think it's like, you know, it's figuring out what works for you and leaning into that and then, you know, shifting those priorities so that you can spend the time that you have doing the things that you love and with the people you love kind of equally. And I think that that creates a more well-roundedness, you know, and I hopefully avoids burnout too. Like burnout's a big thing that I'm pondering on lately of like, how do you balance burnout and how do you keep yourself away from that? And I think it's exactly what you said of how can I allocate my time? How can I keep grounded? Who are the people who keep me grounded? And then also how do I put these boundaries in place so that I can be really good at my job, but I'm also a really good dad. I'm also a really good mom. I'm also really involved in my kids' lives. So if I could back up a second, because I think it's really important what you just mentioned about burnout, right? Um, I think a part of being a really good entrepreneur, founder, business owner um, is communication, but that's also what's going to help you from getting to a point of being burned out. Um, I've, I'm learning this myself in my own marriage. It's If I can communicate effectively to my wife what it is that I need for support, um, that will enable me to um, be in a position where I can most effectively either do my work or be a dad because I'm communicating with, with her what I need for support. And so that communication, I think, between your support system, whoever that is, whether it's in a family member or, or anything like that, is, I think, forgotten when we're trying to be in the grind and we're communicating with vendors and with potential customers and potential investors, and we're not communicating with our support system. And so I think that support system communication is critical when you're talking about avoiding burnout because they are there to support, they're there to help you. I mean, support system, it says it in the name, right? So if you're supporting your needs effectively to your support system, um, it can keep you from getting to that point of burnout a lot more. Yeah. And even knowing what your needs are, um, sometimes that support system can help you identify those needs. Like, hey, you know, you need to sleep more. Like, I love you. You need to sleep more. I love you. You're, you're, you know, 
you're high strung all the time. You're really stressed. Like, you know, just yep. finding those. Sometimes I think we get so caught up in like what we're doing. We don't even realize that those things are, are happening. And it's nice to have that grounding. I think grounding is such a, a great way to describe it. I know just, you know, the writer in me, like when you think of the word grounding, it, it sometimes has a bad connotation, but I think it can be a very like awesome thing, you know, like something that is grounded can grow roots. Right. And then it can reach to different places that it couldn't, if it was just, you know, resting on the soil, if you will. So <laughs> kind of a metaphor for that, you know, that stability that really helps with the long-term growth rather than being kind of, you know, floating in the wind. Absolutely. We talk about burnout. We talk about the hard parts of being an entrepreneur and, you know, the challenges of starting a business and all that COVID has been. But I also want to take a moment to just really take, you know, excitement about the, the positives. Um, what has been like the biggest, most exciting moment for you um, in your journey? And also, I guess, you know, personally too, if you'd, if you'd want to share that. Uh, I mean, lots of exciting parts. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. I, I will tell you like, and I've told my wife this many a times, I've never been happier, more excited about the work that I do um, until I started my own business. And it's because I'm truly passionate about what I'm doing as opposed to I'm being paid to carry out a mission that somebody else's. And so mm-hmm. I think one, that initial realization of starting my own, I've always wanted to be a business owner or an entrepreneur. And, you know, like many people that are listening to this, it's like making that jump of, okay, now uh, we're not going to make money for a little bit, or, you know, it's, it's going to be tough, like getting over that initial hump, but I've always wanted to do it. And I think it it's really showing in, in how I'm feeling with every day when I wake up or when I'm staying up until one o'clock, it doesn't feel like I'm staying up until one o'clock. It just feels like I'm, I'm like binging this really awesome addictive show and I'm just not going to go to bed because I'm so into it. Um, and so that I, I love that. So that's having that initial kind of thought and realization is, is exciting for me because I, I love to have that, that bit of excitement with what I'm doing. Um, I'd also say um, when I got my first customer, like big customer, um, you know, story. So when I, one of our, our mutual friends that you, you and I both know, um, you know, she was one of our, my initial customers and she's the customer that got $770 back in credit. So Mm -hmm. to hear that she got $770 back in credit and now she's going to use that credit to go on vacation again with her husband. Like that's something that's super exciting to me. Um, to, to allow people that ordinarily might not plan for a budget for multiple trips in the year for whatever reasons, they're getting more opportunities to spend time with their family through travel, which travel for me is, is, a, is a binding agent for me and my family. It creates those memories. And, and so like to, to, have, to have the opportunity to hear stories about how I'm doing that for other families is super exciting for me. Um, and then from like a personal standpoint, standpoint, you know, I've, I've been in corporate situations, whether through politics or personalities or um, my race or differences, like I've been put in positions where I didn't appreciate, we'll say, to get some validation about my skill set and who I am and how hard I work through um, some of the customers that we've been able to get or, or the investments that I've been able to get from VCs. Um, that's really awesome for me to kind of just take a step back and say, Alex, like you're doing great work. Like you're, you're killing mm-hmm. it right now. It's a little bit of self-love, right? Um, so that, that's also good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and well-deserved and, 
sometimes I think we get so caught up in trying to, you know, build that we don't take those moments to say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm killing it. Like I'm, I'm working yeah. through this. I've, I've made it. Um, and I, I especially resonate with everything you shared about as much as you're, you know, working and, and, and pushing forward that you're finding ways to allocate the time and enjoy the time in the day to day and enjoying the work that you do that I think is so important for all of us to, to listen to. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to leave your job or start a business, but it means that you have to find the joy in the everyday in what you do and who you're around. Um, I think those are just great lessons for overall life happiness, especially, you know, in the heels of some difficult months, years we've had with the pandemic. So appreciate you for sharing that. Yeah, I think, and, and maybe maybe I'm in the minority with this, so I don't know. There, there, there are definitely a lot smarter people out there than I am, but um, a part of me thought because of how I grew up, um, the, being financially well off was the goal, um, and and that was gonna that is what's gonna bring the happiness that I'm looking for. But really, it's the financial the financial part actually provides an amount of freedom that you can do what you're passionate about. And I think that's the part that either isn't said enough or people are missing. It's that do the financial part and, and get that, you know, get that taken care of. But then when you feel comfortable, whatever comfortable looks like for you, um, take that opportunity of the freedom that you now have because you're comfortable to do something that you actually enjoy. And the, the difference in your mood, the difference in, um, your day-to-day is vastly different. Like if I, I, I obviously hope the business does well, you know, I, I support my family. Um, but if it, if it were not about the money part of it and not supporting my family, I would do this for free. Um, I just enjoy it that much. And that's a good place to be. Absolutely. I love that. Um, as far as people connecting with you and connecting with Plain Ahead, where can they go? Where can they find you? How can they get, get involved? Yeah. So it's funny. I, I have this conversation all the time, um, whether it be kind of mistakenly when I'm at the, um, you know, I'm at the grocery store and someone hears me in a phone conversation. They're like, Hey, what, what are you talking about? And they kind of hear the concept of playing the head and think to themselves, that seems a little too good to be true. Um, so for, for those people that are a little bit more um, reserved about getting into a, a new company like this and kind of understanding what value we bring, uh, I would just say, find us on our social media, find us on LinkedIn or, or Instagram or Twitter, um, just plane ahead. It's all one word, P-L-A-N-E, plane, airplane, plane ahead. And um, just kind of see what we're about. Um, it's really about creating more opportunities to travel. Um, it's, it's not about doing anything else than providing value for our customers. And so, um, find us at, on all the social media so you can just kind of follow who we are as a company. Um, I think that's a good first step. Um, you know, the, it doesn't cost anything to click follow, um, but I think you'll learn a lot about who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. Now, if you're someone like some of these customers where it almost seems too good to be true that you told me someone just saved $700, um, well, try it out yourself. Um, it's risk-free. So it's $99 for the year. And if we don't save you at least that, um, you'll get the credit you know, you'll get a, a, a credit back for next year um, so that you can try again. Um, but we've, we've had great success in getting people credits. In fact, the, the last customer story that I have was we got a credit sign up. Um, that person saved $160 and 
and uh, they were referred to us by another friend. And so that friend actually emailed me and forwarded the email from the friend that just signed up and said, this is incredible. I want to invest in this company. So um, <laughs> you can, you can definitely see some, some gains from being a part of playing ahead right away. So um, if you, if you're feeling a little bit like you, you want to see what we're all about then sign up on planeahead.co co um, and, and sign up to become a member, but either way um, we'd like you to be a part of the journey regardless. So it doesn't require money to be a part of the journey. We want you to know that um, we're providing value to customers that want to travel. And if you're, one of those people that likes to travel, let us try to provide value for you. Absolutely. Well, Alex, thank you so much for sharing all about your company. Thanks for sharing the, the, you know, the hard parts, the challenges, the work-life balance that we can never learn enough about. Um, and I just, on a personal level, thank you for, you know, being willing to come on the podcast and share your story. And I love that the world brought us together and, uh, you know, I'm honored to be to have you on this podcast and to be a part of what you're doing with Plane Ahead. No, I said, I'm, I'm honored to be on. For me, again, the business side of me says, you know, maybe we'll get a couple of customers from, you know, being on this podcast, but mainly for me, it's for me as Alex, it's really about continuing to show customers that there are companies out there that are going to help provide value to you. And, um, and it's not going to be about the business part of it and, and the money that we're getting from you. It's, it's about, continuing to keep you educated on what's happening out there, continuing to give you information about how these things are changing in the world and how you can take advantage of it. And if one of those resources to take advantage of these changes in the world is playing ahead, that's awesome. But by following us, you'll get more information about things that are not just playing ahead, right? We want to make sure that we're educating customers so they can start to travel more, start to enjoy their lives more. That's our goal. That's my goal, at least. Absolutely. And one last thing, I think also beyond that is just the inspiration of how you can take your story and make something incredible out of it. And regardless of, you know, what your, what your life looked like, what your past experiences were, um, you know, finding the motivation and the drive to build something um, and doing it for the right reasons. I think you've conveyed really wonderfully in this episode. And so I just appreciate your vulnerability in that. And, you know, I, I wish you the best and we will stay definitely connected and, and watch the, the future of your company.